Hey folks, before we start, we just want to say that this podcast is recorded on the lands of the Wurundjeri, Woiwurrung and Bunurong peoples of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and emerging. Sovereignty was never ceded. Enjoy! was that actually i loved it hello and welcome to actually i loved it the show that looks into high-budget films that are very, very low quality and tries to find some good shit about it. <laughs> My name is Kayla. My name is Katie. And this week I challenged Katie to watch the movie The Lucky One. And wasn't I the lucky one to you watch were that movie? The luckiest of them all. The luckiest dame around. I I want to start with a little a little monologue, oh, if you will, Katie. Okay. Before I even get into the info, before I get into the Rotten Tomatoes. I'm really excited for this, please. <clears throat> you know, the smallest thing can change your life. In the blink of an eye, something happens by chance when you least expect it. Sets you on a course that you never planned. Into a future you never imagined. Where will it take you? That's the journey of our lives, our search for the light. But sometimes, finding the light means you must pass through the deepest darkness. At least, that's how it was for me. And that's how it's going to be for us, Katie McGoo. Um, Was that your, like, female-led <laughs> monologue from year 12, like, trying to get into acting school? Is that, is that, that what was... was just... I'm very glad you said that because that's that was actually the opening monologue for from this movie. Um, Ooh, what a way to start! What a way to start! And I'm very glad that you did compare it to Year Twelve drama. It, yeah, um, because that's exactly how it fucking felt. Um, okay, let's get into now. Let's get into the solid info about okay. uh, this movie. Let's get some facts. So, we all know it was written by the beloved Nicholas Sparks, Ugh. old mate. He is the light of our lives. Legend. It's it's PG thirteen. I'm I I think I'm the only one who does the rating. Like the, the <laughs> I think it's because I'm somewhat obsessed with how they rate it because it's got violence and some sexuality. So I Ooh, wonder what would push sexuality? it to that. To, I know sexuality. What sexuality. does that mean? Uh, it's directed by Scott Hicks, mm-hmm. um, who is a man with long hair and he wears a a big hat so that feels relevant you know take what you will from that Mm -hmm. uh will fetters was the writer it was released in um 2012 uh and it earned 60.4 million dollars which is is that good horrendous to me i mean (laughs) i don't know i have no idea about movie budgets but (laughs) With something like this, I'm like, surely there are only so many Barbaras in the world <laughs> who would go and see this movie, so they must have watched it over hey, and over again. There are so many white women over the age of 28. <laughs> are you serious? Are you serious? There's so many of them. Um, it's It's got a somewhat star-studded cast. Yeah, I don't fucking know. Sure. Zac Efron. Zac the Efron. Zephron. The Zef. Taylor Schilling. Uh, Blythe Danner, um, a.k.a. Mrs. Paltrow, and who cares about the rest? <laughs> now, I want to give you a quick summary please, of this. Please, And I think this is what I would imagine to be my maybe year eight drama solo. Okay. Troy Bolton drops out of college because he can't do basketball or singing good no more. <laughs> Sorry. He goes to war three times, I reckon. Bombs, war, he's home, chokes nephew? 
Wow, good one for representing PTSD so accurately. <laughs> Wait, there's a love interest? Lucky? Beth? Guardian Angel? Where is she? I know, I will Google it. Ah, a lighthouse, the only one in the world. Oh look, there's a precocious young boy running, running, playing chess. Ah, evil dad is a villain just because. Conflict? She is my woman! Big storm! Truth revealed! Death! Oh no! Running shoeless down the path. I'm on a boat now. <laughs> I'm not- I'm not, like, not convinced that you don't just have Nicholas Sparks' notebook of, like, his plot outline of the it, story. It, it truly feels like a year eight drama. Oh my um, god. Monologue. It was beautiful. I was Thank transported. You very much. Yeah, I felt like I needed to um, more, get more of a visceral feeling, more of visceral a... Visceral um... is the right word. <laughs> now let's let's go to where it really matters. <laughs> let's go to these critics. Hell, um, yes. I'm just going to call them all Barbara. Um, <laughs> so th this is from Barbara Michael Compton um, from Bowling Green Daily News. Okay. A sappy, a sappy and incredibly dull film designed to tug at the heartstrings. <laughs> <laughs> I just I don't know why, but I love I love the description of incredibly dull. There's nothing more bad <laughs> than like than something that. dull could ever be incredible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, this is a bit rough. All right. Uh, Barbara Debbie Baldwin says Taylor Shiving. Sh Taylor Shiving. Fuck Shiving. Shiving. Taylor She's Shiving. Everyone. <laughs> She's Shiving. <laughs> Orange is a new black. I mean, come on. Oh my god, absolutely. Taylor Schilling is attractive, but she, like most of the cast, battles the stilted, ham-handed dialogue and a plotline as predictable as a knock-knock joke. I was going to call him Dr. Richard Barbara Probes. Uh, it's, it's doubtful that it will elicit a strong response either from its defenders or its detractors. Ah, <laughs> oh, won't we from, find from out? All the, from all the Barbaras out there. <laughs> Um, but you know, <laughs> fuck them. Let's go to the real Tell critics. Tell me what you know? my people say. Tell me what my white women aged 28 and older have to say about this movie. That's who I want to hear from. All the barbers of the world loved it, and I hate <laughs> So many of them are like, <gasps> the lucky one. Rate amazing. <laughs> I hate you, Barbara. <laughs> oh my god, so bad. Nah, this is this is a good one. Okay, okay. Barbara Tyler B, which I suppose stands for Barbara. Tyler Barbara said it was fine at the beginning, then it got all romantic and obnoxious. Also, <laughs> there are really bad transitions between scenes. <laughs> I love so I love a... the imagery that this. I'm assuming this is a man who's been asked to watch this movie with his girlfriend, right? And the first, like, ten minutes of the movie is kind of, like, trying to be a serious take on, like, war. And so he, yeah. she's tricked him, is what's happened to Tyler. Absolutely tricked. Is Barbara yeah. has tricked Tyler by being like, oh, watch this movie, it's about a soldier. He, he's, you know? he's actually, like, Barbara's gone fishing and she's caught, she's caught something. She has. She you know really what I mean? has. Um, I also love, there was no uh, grammar or punctuation Never in is. that sentence. So it was just a stream of consciousness. I love that. Um, which is very good. And, I mean, this is from Be uh, Bebra, Barbara <laughs> Meredith uh, W. Typical Nicholas Sparks, but not one of his better ones. Not even Zac Efron can save it. R.I.P. R.I.P.? R.I.P. To Barbara. <laughs> Do you Barbara, have some news I Barbara don't? <laughs> Meredith W died oh my God. of a broken heart. Is that her heart. last will and testament? <laughs> <laughs> Not his best. You can have you can have all my stuff, Nicholas Sparks. <laughs> um, but that's like so many of the reviews that I've seen are just like, oh, it's not like his other ones. But it's like, I fucking dare you all, Barbaras, to go back and watch his other movies and then you'll know the truth of it all. Uh, 
<laughs> but before this just becomes me monologuing, <laughs> Katie, what did you think? Ah, well, call me Barbara and save me from a river because actually I loved it. <laughs> no, Barbara. <laughs> no. <laughs> you're all you're all doped up on love, and I don't like it. <laughs> Talk me through it. Okay. Talk, talk me through Talk me through uh, right. this romance. I already know you're not going to like my main argument. So I I'm just coming from a place already. of you already knowing it's going to be bad. <laughs> um, so just for, for context, um, mm. I watched this movie, I feel like over a week ago, and uh, made mm. very detailed notes as I always do. Um, and then my computer went... Uh, weird on me and deleted all of my notes it's a sign and all I have been left with is just a warm sense of yeah that was all right and honestly isn't that all the movie's trying to do it's mostly forgettable but the vibe it leaves you with is a positive oh yeah no it leaves me with (laughs) utmost confusion you go oh that was all right so much happened there was a lot of things happened so I do remember like parts of it but I will say a lot of my detailed notes are gone and replaced just by this warm aura of glow of just like yeah it was just a little romantic movie with Zephron in it yeah like nice flowing cotton dresses and fucking sparkling streams to be honest, the aesthetic of the movie was very pleasing. Yes, there was those vibes, but I felt like you, you're saying warm vibes, but I mm. kind of feel like, hmm, you know when you take your clothes out of the dryer mm. and at the start they're so nice yeah. and then that just disappears? That's what you're left with. That's what you're left with. You're left with nothing because <laughs> the movie was nothing, Katie. But you're not, A left, little bit of warm. You're not left with cold, wet clothes, Taylor. But you never had cold wet clothes to start with. Like you weren't wearing them when they were cold and wet. It's not a net loss. I think my other biggest uh, win, and I think Mm -hmm. you'll agree with me, it's just Zephron. It's just the fact that Zephron is is in this movie. In his least attractive possible version. He looks like a potato a little bit. (gasps) I didn't know he could look that unattractive but also like a baby potato with hair yeah but do you know what i reckon like honestly these i as soon as i saw him i was like troy bolton yeah things have changed for you troy bolton yeah things did not and it was honestly i think he's like dropped out of college oh gabrielle he can't gabrielle has left him he's like well i'll go to war (laughs) (laughs) and then then he comes back (laughs) then he comes back and he I don't even know. Like, how old is he supposed to be? I think he's like, I think he's like twenty five. So I was no, sus on that. I was sus on this because I was like, he's like twenty two. But I looked it up, and he was he was twenty four, twenty five when they filmed it, and the character is like twenty five. I know. I didn't like that. That's, I didn't like that. I just, he's just like a. I don't know. I honestly. Comparing to his other movies mm. where there is such a transition, this was like honestly, I was just seeing Troy Bolton, you know, trying a different look. <laughs> and not one that works. <laughs> yeah, I want him back in his fucking wildcat you know beeble. Give me the outfit. like even the uh, uh like the Ted Bundy, like the curly mullet. Obviously not Ted Bundy. No. Yeah. But that no. mullet is a better look than yeah. whatever was going on in this movie. Totally. I well, just we agree on something. <laughs> I just have no idea. Like, he was honestly like a, like a soggy crumpet or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, in this whole movie, everything about him was just a little bit, like, too moist. Like, it was breaking apart. Mm. It was like a sponge that's filled with water. <laughs> I, I love your analogies very so vague. much. <laughs> I, now I'm just overdoing it. <laughs> I agree. It really felt like he'd done High School Musical and then it was like I could almost see Sephiron as an actor being like, and what kind of movies do I want to do? And like going, maybe I'm hmm. like, maybe I'm a leading man. 
and trying this. Yeah. And then I, 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 I don't know. I think he's a good actor, but I could feel his youth and trying to do something different. And it was like, mm. oh, I don't think this is like a character that works for you. I feel like you are more yeah. charismatic than this. And I can feel you like yeah. stopping yourself from being too much and and being too much wouldn't have worked for this movie but i was like no be charming be zephron it's mm. why i'm boy. here I, I will remind you that you're supposed to love and this i did film love this making, movie <laughs> you're making it incredibly easy for me because usually i'm the one who's, who's when they say they they loved it i'm usually like yeah fucking hell this movie no i did enjoy it i did i think i really liked Taylor Schilling. I liked her character Beth a lot. Mm. And I think that her performance was great. I think she's definitely much more well suited to the character she was cast as. I think. Oh my God. She's so that girl. And I think, I think even better because I feel like I've seen versions of this story where that girl is literally the most, what is it? Like hot girl, hot girl summer. Like that. Oh yeah. 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 Um, Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. And it's like, I think yeah, she, the had, summer girl. she had more like more spunk. She had more to her than I think yeah. a different version of this movie would have had. Taylor Schilling definitely brought the goods. She did. I think, but I just, I, I have huge problems with, with that, with that <laughs> character. Okay. But in, in a sense, like to me, that just fucking shows gender is such a performance. It's like, it's yeah. honestly in this film, it really shows that gender is nothing but an act because we're thinking Taylor Schilling plays Beth Elizabeth Green, who's like the the lucky angel, the it girl. The first time we fucking see her, she's walking like down oh the stables God. or whatever, and the sun's shining, and she's got that twinkle in her it's eye. Like beautiful. she fucking knows how to how to act Hell it. Yeah. And then we've got and then we've got Piper, the most like annoying hated <laughs> character in a series you know what piper loves this movie oh my god piper fucking piper can get it <laughs> i'm re-watching i haven't finished all of orange is the new black and i'm re-watching it from the beginning because i'm just really feeling it yeah. and it's because of this movie because i saw taylor Schilling, and i was like i just need to i need to watch it but i i just hmm, i think like the reviewers were right like she fucking she managed to get through the dialogue but it was just so clunky and like (laughs) blah 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 and then the wind whispered my name and I was born again no but that's when you glaze over and you focus on the pretty Louisiana aesthetic and oh, the pretty yeah. colours, Kayla. Just look at the pretty colours. Yeah. Look at all of her gorgeous, like, flowy shirts that she's just wearing what? on this, like, stunning dog ranch where she's all, and she's Not... also a kindergarten teacher or something. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows what she's doing? But the thing is, <laughs> it's really triggering because I feel like so so many white <laughs> girls have been told of like this is this is who you'll be auditioning for. Yeah. Like this is the character <laughs> and your only one. And then most of those girls who are auditioning for the Beths were actually the Pipers. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think that's 100% accurate. <laughs> right? <laughs> I think I'm just triggered by this because it's like that kind of girl. Yeah. I remember at uni hearing that some of the, like, this this boy, um, <laughs> we will not mention names because <laughs> nope. we went to uni together. <laughs> this boy, I heard that he'd said, oh, Kayla's marriage material. So I'm not going to, you know... I don't even fucking know. Like, I'm not going to spend time with her or hang out with her because, like, she's a girl who I would marry. So I need to fuck a lot of girls who are different and maybe – and, like, and then when Kayla will be waiting for me and we will marry when I'm all all grown up. I mean, joke's on him. Joke's (laughs) fucking on him because I'm the gayest of all gays. He's still waiting to this day. I think I think seeing characters like that is just like really like how dull 
and you really think like I don't know but I, I, the thing that I enjoyed was the fact that Taylor Schilling was there and because I've seen her as Piper I'm like you yeah. probably fucking hated this role and you were just <laughs> you was were getting just that money honey milking it yeah yeah I just mm, I just don't I don't feel like it had enough oomph in it mm. and I want to hear your thoughts because you loved it I did do you think if they changed it more to a soap opera days of our lives then that would have just been like mwah, minty fresh i need you to know i i hadn't seen this movie before i was convinced mm. before we found out that beth was the brother of the soldier that dies in the beginning um which is how zephron finds out about her i thought mm. she might have been his wife <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, because that is like the highest stakes option is that he comes yeah. home and he's like, I was there when your husband died. I witnessed the death of this child's father. Um, and now I will be the and father. And now I will be your father now. I'm the new husband now. <laughs> Hello, my name's Troy Bolton. It was friendly fire. <laughs> it's part of my plan. <laughs> so sadistic Uh, no i agree i think there's a version of it where like yeah leaning into the like the melodrama of it and make i mean actually no stop right there kayla i didn't say anything i didn't say anything because this movie yes the beginning is very like oh not the beginning but like the middle chunk is very low stakes and not a lot happens. But are you telling me that the bit where the child runs to the treehouse during a storm and then there's a, the treehouse is collapsing and the child falls through the bridge that collapsed into the river and then the evil dad who's a cop jumps in and tries to save the kid and then Zephron jumps in to try and save them both but only saves the kid and then the cop dad, spoiler, (laughs) dies dramatically in a storm trying to save his son from a crumbling treehouse, Kayla. Are you telling me that that is not melodrama? (laughs) (laughs) When you say it like that with no pause for breath, (laughs) absolutely. The fact that that happened, there was, it's one hour and 40 minutes, this movie, in fucking, in fucking like soap operas, that happens within 10 minutes. And it's like, it's there, boom. This was like five minutes of, you know, us, me feeling something, you know, and the rest I was like, boring. <laughs> Sorry, so much attitude. <laughs> Every time but, you like, say something like that, I picture you like watching the movie going, boring. I instantly turn, I'm not going to say I instantly turn back into my teenage self because I was a very shy, serious <laughs> don't teenager. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I, I, but a version of a teenage self mm. would be whatever. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's me now. It's because you I'm, now. <laughs> what are you talking I'm, about? Go- Girls are a second puberty. Who knows? But I think this this movie would be much better suited to the likes of uh, I'm thinking Jane the Virgin. Mm. Not necessarily that funny, but I think I this was ages ago. But one of my friends was saying that the reason why they love uh, TV shows like um, Jane the Virgin mm. is because they're not trying to be anything else than they are. Mm. And, and it works perfectly. So it's it's sort of like a, a soap opera being like, hey, bold on the beautiful, bold on the beautiful saying, hey, this is what we do. We do like yep. high stakes Heck yeah. for 20 minutes. Yep. It's really intense. We're always going to stare off into the distance oh. and at least one person's going to die or be betrayed <laughs> each episode. And that's why it's perfect and that's why people enjoy it because it's they're not trying to be anything else. Mm. This movie failed mm. in that i sound so sin- serious and sincere deadly. but i think it was like on the cusp of trying to be this huge melodrama but you've got zach efron the potato man <laughs> who who essentially you admitted he you know when it's that that thing of like less is more mm. for him less was nothing like he <laughs> didn't like there was nothing there <laughs> Even when he was reacting to, like, the boys playing video games right at the start, he just turned and stared. And I was like, Troy Bolton, (laughs) he's getting the basketball now. (laughs) All right. 
I have a rebuttal. And it's a rebuttal that's yes. been foreshadowed by one of the reviews that was talked about earlier. Oh, I Barbara. feel like this movie has been specifically crafted as a date night movie. I think truly the beginning and the end being weirdly intense in comparison to the rest. So we've told you about the end with the river storm. The beginning of the movie is literally like, yeah, like 10 minutes war zone fight like shooting fighting bombs it's really like loud and a lot um i was a little bit like have i started the wrong movie Uh, (laughs) what is happening there's a lot of testosterone and it's kind of weird anyway but they've bookended the movie with this like these like big manly moments right of like heroism and patriotism and being a dad and saving someone And it's like, (laughs) it's trying to hide the little low-key romance that's in the middle, the little low-key romance drama, because it's trying to be the date night movie. It's trying, that's what it's trying to be. Are you telling me that's not definitely their strategy? It's like, you pull in the guy, he enjoys the first 10 minutes, he hates the middle part, but then by the end, they get another little burst of adrenaline, he walks out and he's like, oh, you know, it wasn't so bad. Yeah, but your your audience is just like heads. It's just hetero people. I'm not. Like, I'm not arguing that this movie is for anyone but heads. <laughs> it's definitely not. It's not for the gays. It is it's, not for the gay. Do not recommend. It's, it's for the. It's for the heads who are specifically between the ages of thirty to forty. Actually, older if your name's Barbara. And. And I don't know, I don't know, like, I don't know what kind of, would a Dwayne watch this? I think Ooh, a Wayne or a Dwayne I would take their girlfriend yeah. on, like, a first date to this. Yeah, absolutely. I th- I, that's what Ugh. I mean. I think it is perfectly crafted as a date movie for the hits. Poison. <laughs> it's poison. Just because it's like, what, are, what, is, it, what is it teaching our hits? Oh. Katie, what is it teaching our hits? <laughs> It's teaching them <laughs> that a woman is a possession. <laughs> hey, actually, on that, actually, actually on that. <laughs> I, I'm not saying it's a total win, but I did appreciate there is kind of this subplot throughout the movie of uh, Beth's ex-husband, uh, Keith, who's the uh, police guy, kind of threatening to take her son, right? And it's very much mm. like an abusive situation. He feels like he owns her, da 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 and I feel like in an older movie, it would have absolutely been Zephron would show up and be in a confrontation with him, would be like, back off, Beth, da 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 But you have to admit, in this movie, it was literally Beth who made the choice, actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fight for my kid, which is a weird choice to be making. But, like, yeah, it's she was difficult. the one. <laughs> she was the one who, like stood up to him and was like, no matter what you throw at me, like, I'm going to do this. I'm not taking your crap anymore. And that was it. Mm. I mean, arguably, Zephron didn't need to be there <laughs> at all. But I, like, I appreciate, I do feel like in an older version of the movie, it wouldn't have gone that way. She wouldn't have been the one to push back and, like, you know, do a mm. mama bear thing. But I think it's still, that's almost just as dangerous, I think, because it's subtle. It's like a snake in the grass when you're laying down for a picnic. That's a dangerous thing because Zephron does come in and be like, is he really going to take, what's the boy's name? Ben away? Benny. Is he really going to take Benny away? And he starts that. And then he asks, none of his fucking business because he works there. (laughs) Can I ask why you two got married? <laughs> what a weird fucking okay. question. But have Unless you never been... you're like, hey, I want to own you. <laughs> no. Have you never been in a relationship or been dating someone and found out about never. one of their... No, never. Great. Um, and then found out about someone's ex and been like, oh, mm. that's, a, that's a choice. What was going on well, there? Y- yeah, I have because I'm in a gay relationship with a woman who previously went out with men. So, of course, I'm like, ah. Oh. <laughs> of course. What were you thinking? <laughs> of course. That's different to this now. <laughs> but I just like, I think, I think what annoyed me about this, 
I mean, I I don't care enough about I don't care enough about the movie, but let's <laughs> pretend I was annoyed. Yes. Um, the thing that really annoyed me was like it was paired with Zephron sort of just being there and just being present and being this like you know the good guy because he doesn't say anything or because he doesn't punch walls and stuff and it's like yeah that's the fucking base base level (laughs) bare min but then we've also got the wily old nana whose name i don't even know she's you better not say don't you dare say anything against nana ellie her name's nana ellie her name is ellie but they call her nana and i am calling her nana ellie do you know what this is what i've written i said wily old nana wise beyond her years yet doesn't really say anything and then (laughs) i think i've been triggered by my nana at some stage (laughs) always teaching a lesson fucking hell nan just tell me not to have another packet of chippies don't touch so loud (laughs) i feel like there's a little bit of projection going on there (laughs) a little bit i didn't i just i didn't see i didn't see blythe nana's face i just saw my nana's face (laughs) But I just got those, like, her hmm, her conversations were always like, oh, I know a little bit more. Oh, are you really going to do that? Like, it's always sort of disapproving or slightly pushing somebody to the edge. I mean, have edge. you met Nana's? Yeah, my Nana's fucking sick. I just, like, I've got, <laughs> okay. <laughs> you, we have multiple Nana's in our life, so we're not discussing which one's which. One nana, like she'll come into the house and be like, where's the little bitch? And that's the kind of nana I need in my life. I don't need a nana being like, are you doing your best? Oh, kids, huh? (laughs) Does she say that? Okay. You know what I mean? I, I don't know what you mean. Because I watched this movie and I think literally 60% of my enjoyment of this movie was Nana Ellie. Mostly mm. because I think I want to, I want her life. Like, mm. I kind of want to be Nana Ellie. She, A, has the best hair. Like, it's yeah. grey, but it's, like, thick and shoulder length and always looks excellent. She's got excellent, mm-hmm. comfy-looking country clothes that are just, like, beautiful jeans and, like, shirts, but it's not that, like, sickly feminine like stuff that they were dressing any of the younger ladies in it just was like Mm. kind of functional comfy and then she literally owns like a dog like ranch in louisiana and she gets to see her daughter and her grandson like every day but they don't seem to like rely on her too much and it's this like giant beautiful home i'm like i kind of want to be nana ellie she doesn't have a shitty husband like just being a dick all the time she just is she drives around in a truck like yeah but she like i i do get that because mm. you do want to have her life where she's just lying on her bed reading a book and like going coming home drunk from choir practice hilarious but in the same sense like i don't know how to explain this but if I was conscious of the fact that I could only say a certain amount of things or a certain number of things in a day and it was just sort of hinting towards saying something <laughs> and actually having a conversation, I think I would kill something. I mean, she may have. Where? Where's grandpa? Where's grandpa? I, I think so. Yeah, I just – I definitely think I would um, – lose it and go running down the path shoeless and pantsless <laughs> she like but all you know we all love Blythe Dana so yeah. and we all love Nana's but I think again dangerous because it's like the snake there's a fucking there was one snake in the grass now there's, yeah, there's two. two. Oh my goodness and the second one is Nana's oh my God. anytime somebody puts a Nana in a film they give you this false sense of security or false sense of warmth that, like, the movie or the story is actually good. You take her away, take Nana away, and you've got nothing, Katie. Oh. That, like, look, if you do take if you do take Nana Ellie away from me, I am left with little. But I would like to counter dogs. 
<laughs> dog named Zeus. That, can't, can't take that away from me because there I, were I cannot so at all. many dogs, and they were good dogs, and they were like f- like happy dogs, and they were having a didn't, good time. They were getting good didn't get scenic enough of them, walks. Though. It was a lot of dog content. Yeah, not really though. Like it was sort of dogs from a distance, and like look, it's not a dog's purpose. What do you want? A dog's purpose is, is shit anyway. <laughs> I had to stop watching that because of KJ Appa. Fuck him. Honestly. <laughs> what am I doing? I'm ranting. What is going on? I wanted, okay, I wanted more dogs. I wanted the, it, actually, if it was a dog orientated, oriented? Orientated. Either. Both. Oriented? If... If it was a dog centric, insert word. (laughs) (laughs) If it was a dog centric movie, I think I would have enjoyed this a lot more. For example, uh, a bomb dog Mm. picking up Beth's photo, (gasps) surviving because of that, going on a journey to find Beth. (gasps) Divine. Oh, I love It's like the B movie. movie. (laughs) It's like. Yeah, right? You're it's kind of like the, the B movie. movie. How dare you yeah, come because, in here because and try and sell me on the B movie but with dogs and tell me that like my you were so rude in my B movie argument. I won't let this stand, Kayla. <laughs> it's because it's Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> Who's voicing this dog? He's selling Jerry again. Yeah, he's the only one available. He's the only one who can do it. <laughs> who can sell the anthropomorphized animal deeply in love with a human woman and you know that do you like do you like jazz (laughs) fuck no that's a nightmare waiting to happen can you imagine jerry seinfeld as every animal on the planet oh god absolutely divine you've brought Um, that into the into reality now i've give i've birthed it i'm the mother of jerry springfield (laughs) All the Jerry's. Um, I want to ask you a question. Yes. About the logistics of shower sex. <laughs> now, I know that Zac Efron wasn't having a shower to, like, get clean. And mm. he was washing his hands. Yeah. But the fact, like, the shower was running. They, they had shower sex. Yeah. But, like... I don't know about you. I I'm not talking like we're not talking about having shower sex, but like when there are two people in the shower. Mm. I don't know about you, but it is one of the most frustrating fucking things on earth. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they were trying. I don't think they were trying to bathe. Kayla, I don't think there was the oh, can I just grab the the shampoo? Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> But Katie, what were they doing if they weren't having <laughs> a shower to clean their bodies? We're going to talk about that when you're just a little bit older, Kayla. Um, I don't think you're ready for that. I just like, I think what really stresses me out is like <laughs> water is sexy. And I am, I am against that um, whole idea of water being sexy because it's not. Because you look like a drowned rat. And like, if you try to open your mouth in the water, underwater, try to kiss somebody under the shower, there's water and like spit and water. And (laughs) if you're bathing, soap gets in your mouth. And then if you open your eyes, because I'm a psycho and I open my eyes when I kiss people. (laughs) You got to look them dead in the eye. That's how you know it's real. Got to look them dead in the eye. That's how you know it's real. You You get water in your eye. And I don't fucking care how much people are like, oh, it's nice to get wet. It's like, if you are in wet clothes for one second longer than you want to be <laughs> and need to be, hell on earth. Oh, my God. And she wears boots? In the shower. Yeah, and she's dripping. And she, that's how much, that's how much she's into him. That's how much she's into Potato Zephron. Oh, are you telling me, like, even in other movies... The, like, yeah. big kiss in the rain doesn't do anything for you. You're telling me, like, the notebook from old mate Nick Sparks. Like, are you telling me that scene <laughs> when Noah and... Is it Ellie? Nana Ellie. Yes, it's Nana, Nana Ellie. Ellie from... <laughs> <laughs> when they, like, have their epic, like, kiss in the rain 
and it's like super emotional. That didn't do anything for you? No, I because I think my brain truly, it's all about the mechanics and logistics. It's <laughs> <laughs> very, like, very sexy of you, Kayla. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, how are we going to do this? How does this like, actually work practically? Are um, you, I'll take are notes. Are you jumping? Are you running? And like, what if, okay, so Noah, we're talking about the notebook. <laughs> Noah, like building the whole fucking time. He probably has done his back. And then oh, yeah. for somebody to jump on him I mean, she's and tiny. for him to hold their weight. She's Yeah, tiny. but still. Yeah, but like running at speed, he needs to tense. He could have pulled something. <laughs> he could have. <laughs> He could have, but I'm just like <laughs> logistics, Katie. I'm just that's all that matters. And like her nails were on like the rusty, dirty fucking. Oh my god! <laughs> Obviously, they had to jump back in the shower afterwards. They had to, to yeah, one at a time. <laughs> I won't lie; oh that god. scene did end, and then it kind of was another sex scene. And I was like yeah. to Ollie, I was like, "Did they?" Were they having sex in the shower or was that just like really intense making out? Because they're having sex now. Maybe they were cl- ac- Maybe they were actually cleaning themselves. No, yeah, I think you're right. I think that they were just, mm. yeah. I don't even want to go into the specifics of that. <laughs> um. <laughs> Good, because I've got nothing. I was just, maybe it was. Oh. Yeah, I, I think that was trying to uh, show the 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 raunch yeah but then also the soft and sexy yeah side yeah and you know let's let's quote from nicholas sparks himself um he was the toast to her butter so look with that you're getting the 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 salty sweetness yeah melted warm butter and then you're getting the crunchy shitty toast so that was the two and then you're putting it i suppose out in the rain out of the rain and become soggy (laughs) and dirty and and the boots are wet and they're fucked and taylor Schilling, don't you tell me that you enjoyed standing in wet soggy boots i uh just to completely change the topic i have just remembered the one part in the movie that i thought uh i don't even remember what his name was i didn't even write down zephron's name because he's just zephron to me logan oh god logan yeah amazing um i had a night oh this is what sucks is that i wrote like funny notes and now all i remember is that i had a funny note about the name logan yeah and i'm upset about that because now i can't remember your dog ate your homework yeah it's gone well the dog is my laptop (laughs) And the homework is a bit about all Logan somehow being bad boys. That's all I got. Oh, my God. Yeah. No. Well, I suppose. Is Logan a bad boy, though, in this one? Because we've got Logan from Veronica Mars. Obviously. Who is the weirdest Logan I've ever met. He's my favorite. With his hand gestures oh, my favorite thing he's wild i love him so he's, much but genuinely yes i rate i rate his <laughs> and veronica's relationship <laughs> and then you've got logan wolverine man who i all i can see now is <laughs> Paint the i can picture. see hugh jackman yeah. as jean valjean because i've recently watched <laughs> lame is and it's just like i know sure stop it hugh <laughs> I won't lie, I was just going to say they're the only other Logans I thought of when I made that note. Um, and I'm glad you had the same thought. Maybe there is something yeah, in Yeah, absolutely. Um, Maybe there is something in the Logans. Yeah, the one the one thing, however, that he did that I was like, oh, that's kind of fun. Maybe you do have a personality, was when mm-hmm. Beth asked him the completely psychotic question when he said he liked philosophy. And she's like, well... Yeah. Tell me a quote from your favourite philosopher. Yeah. Because he did one year at uni and was like, oh, yeah, I liked that. So, Kayla, can you tell me a quote from your favourite drama practitioner? (laughs) Oh, my God, he did do one year of uni. Yeah, I'll tell you from my favourite drama practitioner. (laughs) Um, This is from Luigi's jazz (laughs) warm-up. Are you triggered? A highly specific bit for anyone who gets and reach. Oh. Do you remember that? Such bullshit. How could I oh forget? Um, but my the bit that I made me like him is that he responded with a Dr. Seuss quote. 
Yeah, that was cute. Which was nice. That and was she was very... all like, oh, was it uh, Nietzsche or whatever she said. Voltaire. Yeah, thank you. And then he's like, no, no, it was Dr. Seuss. I'm like, yeah. I get it. Yeah. Get it. Get it. Get it. Get it. <laughs> and then he did later in the movie. <laughs> he got it. And it was scary. What did it mean? <laughs> I um I like that because it was like Dr. Seuss, very childish. Just goes to show that truly and I forgot he only did one year of school. He did one year. It's, it's Defo Troy Bolton. <laughs> Like it's honestly, it's all coming together now. I only said Troy Troy Bolton because I was like, ha 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 ha, <laughs> like this would be funny, but legit, <laughs> it's Troy. It's confirmed. He only did one year of schooling. <laughs> I buy it. I buy it. I got very, I got very confused with her relationship towards him at the beginning mm. because she was. I don't know whether she was uh, hot and cold with him because he reminded her of her brother in a way, like, of you know, a Marine, (laughs) or if she was just like, you're annoying because you're hot. (laughs) (laughs) Por qué no les dos? Why not both? (laughs) Fair, fair, fair. But it was just like, it was so weird because like she'd come in and be like, oh, God, that man, he's just so annoying. It was like, you ha- like he hasn't spoken he's to you. He's kind of just fine. <laughs> he's all right. Like he's if fine. anything, he's a bit quiet. Doesn't like yeah. to chat. Feeds the dogs. Also, yeah, fucking feeds the dogs. Take him, <laughs> takes him for a walk. Uh, unrelated, but mm. I, I was going to ask you a question, but you won't know any better because you are also Australian and we don't have the same culture as they do in America. But we don't. Um, just how wild was it when? He's walking down the street in the in the town, and the oh. ex husband cop just walks up to him and pulls a loaded gun and points it at him, and then there's no repercussions. I'm like, is that illegal? Is this okay? Yeah. Can that just happen in this movie? It's chill. It's whatever. <laughs> well, apparently it was he, chill. He and has whatever. He has every right. Oh. <laughs> oh. Because oh. he is. He's mad, you know? And yeah, he, he was angry. And so he's allowed to, to threaten a man with, with death. With a street. gun. Um, mm. and, and that's really, that, it really goes to show that this is how men, you know, process their emotions. <laughs> <laughs> From zero to 100. Or not even zero to 100, just at 100. <laughs> the whole time. That was insane yeah. that the other cop who was there mm. was just like, all right. Okay, this is fine. This is absolutely, this is okay. This is all good. Chill out. It just felt like, it felt like all of these characters' stories were kind of there, but it was like they hadn't quite finished the ends. So mm. they hadn't done the same mm. or they were still just like, stuffing coming out because they haven't finished the whole garment slash they haven't made the whole teddy bear type situation because there, it was just it was quite sporadic where Keith his mm. name is Keith, Keith is like automatically evil because he's like I mean he's, he's a like, police officer yeah, in Louisiana yeah yeah exactly he's evil and then he's like a good kind of dad and then he's like not a good dad I don't know, like, and then, because, like, he's okay with his son, I suppose. I don't think he's the best. He's got some pretty, like, toxic masculinity. Absolutely. But, like, but what I mean is, like, hmm. No, actually, you're right. He's shit. He's a (laughs) shit bloke. But I just, what I, yeah, he's a, he's a crap man. But then, like, he's, we get this weird thing with his dad where he's like, like, what, do you just want, are you, just wanting to impress your dad? Like, are you sad because dad's disappointed in you all the time? Or do you miss Beth? Or, like, why are you angry? Like, wh- like you just saw the transitions in his face of, like, being like, I love you. And then it's like, now it's evil time. <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> There's a version of this movie with Michael Shannon playing Keith. And it's like, it's more threatening. It's like 
much more deep diving into the relationship with his dad and feeling like he's not good enough. I like that's my that's my fan cast for when uh, this movie is remade. Can I please ask you what are your thoughts on the weird little boy? Um, I I did not like him. There just always happens to be like, I'll say it again, a precocious young child in these movies who's sort of like, I'm wise beyond my years, or I have, I'm s- smart and I'll run away. From you, but also I'll be very uh, um, observant and uh, be like, "Hey, mum, get with this dude." <laughs> I liked that he was kind of soft and like, yeah, he wasn't super hardcore scary little boy. He was just kind he of he was de- little... he was definitely like um, the SNL skit, like boys for wells. <laughs> I mean, wells for boys. <laughs> Have you seen that? No, highly recommend. Okay. You Google Wells for Boys. It's an SNL <laughs> skit so and it's one of the greatest things ever. It's fucking great. Okay. Um, it's a video, so so I'll you look watch at that it later. In my own time. Yeah. Um but yeah, he's like he's a sensitive child and that's fine. But again, it just felt like he was this I mean, like a cardboard cutout could have done the same thing because it was just such a caricature, such a like basic version. <laughs> He was, like, the thing that I loved but was also very weird to me was when he, <laughs> like, Zephron was like, oh, can you play it for me? And he's like, I said no! And then he just, he's out the door and he's already, like, halfway across the yard. Heck yeah. What the fuck is going on with that kid? <laughs> Who runs that fast and why does a child get that angry so quickly? He's got secrets Only now. babies are allowed to get that angry. <laughs> What do babies have to get that angry about? Everything. Why am I even asking? It, oh my god, they don't understand fucking anything, and that's so <laughs> fine. I'd scream at, I'd scream at a wall if I, if I didn't know that it wasn't supposed to respond. <laughs> if it was socially acceptable to scream at things like babies scream at things, I still feel like oh I'd be god. screaming at things. Absolutely. But I just, yeah, I just wonder if you felt any emotional attachment to that child because I, I know I didn't. Yet Zac Efron was like you are now a Marine. You've got my back. So if I die, my blood is on your hands, son. <laughs> Look, I, I didn't particularly care for the child, but mm. obviously Zephron did. and The two dads did. That's all that matters, isn't it? Yeah. That's all that matters. We're not, we're not the two men in that film, so. No. Thank, Thank God. God. <laughs> Who do you reckon you would be? If you, would you be the Keith or would you be the Zephron? I mean... I feel like it's very messed up if either of us was like, actually, I think I'd be the Keith, the toxic masculinity, disgusting, I'd be the Keith. There, I said it. Okay, fine, fine. (laughs) I'll be the bland Zephron. Oh, I only said I'd be the Keith because you said it'd be very bad if one of us admitted to it. I'm like, fuck it, I'm the Keith. That kid's weird. just like such bullshit as well that you know he was evil and that's you know we were told that you know we want him to die because he's evil but Mm. you know then he was redeemed for saving his son essentially so that he could die in peace I don't fucking know like it was just it's like what come on you're not even that much of a villain (laughs) he had to go though from a story perspective he had to go there was no way of them staying and then somehow managing like a successful parenting situation with all of them that's yeah you know um enjoyable for the audience and satisfying after everything that they've been through (laughs) could you imagine it Mm. just goes like eight months later and it's his birthday party and then his dad rocks up and then there's kind of an awkward bit of like a I don't really want to see Zephron but uh here's our kid let's chat about what weekend we get him I know that would have been been nice because more realistic I guess Keith Keith would have lived up to his name and become the soft boy that he needs to be and he would have met a nice woman called Carol not, with a not K. Not Barbara. <laughs> not Barbara. It's Keith and Carol. Oh, no. But, but like, he needs somebody to sort him out. And then that would have been fine. I mean, don't the put that, that on Carol. Fucking, it's not Carol's fucking... responsibility to fix Keith. Come on, Kayla. No, 
not now we're saying too many k's and it's making come, me feel very come uncomfortable on, Kayla. like why did a treehouse have to fall on top of him <laughs> and then for that child to kind of be okay at the end like if what i mean is like commit to something y'all mm. commit to a treehouse falling on on dad and then that child being traumatized forever not ending up on a boat in a sun like on on a river having the time of his life oh i fully believe that child is traumatized He's just very good at pretending. And he's just like numb to the pain. Yeah. Oh my god. Absolutely. (gasps) He's a shell. Oh my god. What if he grows up and he becomes the kid in uh, American Horror Story? Oh my god. I think he's in um, the first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think because he's got the same sort of hair. Yeah, that's all that you need. Fucking wild. (laughs) So all you need is just like the same hair, and then you're fine. Um, do you have a diamond? Do you know what my diamond is? The fact that Taylor Taylor Schilling was in it. Yes. Uh, And she made me want to watch Orange Orange is the New Black again. (laughs) Nothing to do with the movie. (laughs) But does that not does that not uh, mean that something positive came from it? And as you forget the film, as you get further away from it, you'll be like, oh, I watched that, and it led to something nice. No, because I'll be thinking about what they did to Taylor Schilling, why they made her do that role while she plays Piper, who she's fucking perfect for. <laughs> that and, and dogs are always great. Um, I think I laughed a lot more than I should have. <laughs> Oops. Um, and also, Blythe, did I say Blythe Danner? I'll say her again. Yeah. Blythe Danner. Yeah, always. Love you. Love you, Nanny. Yeah. What about you? Um. So other than obviously uh, Nana Ellie, whom I've uh, said my love of a lot, um, mm-hmm. it's such a weird thing when she is talking to, when Beth is talking to Zephron about her brother and there's kind of this big mm. moment of her really grieving the loss of her brother. And I think it was some of Taylor Schilling's best acting in the movie, TBH. Mm. I think it was like the, probably the one scene I was like, oh, dip, okay, all right, I'm here, I'm listening. Um, and she just like out of nowhere starts talking about he stole her book one day and had been building the garden wall and it just mm. like panned over and there was just like a really cute, like actually a book instead of a brick. And outside of the yeah. whole movie, just that like story and that moment and the thought that that was included, I feel like... I feel like it's normally like a much lamer story than that. It's like, oh, yeah. I fell down the well and he saved me or I don't, I don't know. Yeah. He let me play with his G.I. Joe when I lost my Ken doll or like that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, and isn't there, I thought it was kind of like unique idea, sells their relationship. And also I love books. So, yeah. Absolutely. It's tugged at the heartstrings. It's gotten you in all the right places. I really, I did enjoy that just because I think Taylor Schilling did she she performed that so well because I love it when people cry and then laugh like and she was just kind of a bit it was not expected it wasn't the kind of uh melodramatic crying you expect from a movie like this yeah um I really like but I think again that was her like being a fucking good actress (laughs) and just being like well I gotta do this somehow (laughs) I figured it out Kayla you're going to come around yeah. to loving this movie because you're going to get far enough away from it and it is so forgettable that you will mm. forget everything about it except Taylor Schilling. And I can tell that you're a fan of Taylor Schilling. And so Lucky all that's going to be left is a wonderful glow of positive vibes connected to Taylor Schilling, connected to the oh, lucky Taylor one. Schilling, just like the first scene where yeah, we see her. That's all you're going to be fucking... left with. Flowy skirt, walking and boots, down a smiling. beautiful like autumnal road with the leaves and the sun and her tiny shorts and her white lace like linen shirt going on. Oh my god! Don't even describe it. It makes me furious. Her costume. <laughs> her costume. <laughs> oh my god! I'm so triggered by that fucking outfit. I hate it. I hate it so much. Um, Katie, I I don't want to ask you about a tagline. Okay. I would like to ask you if you were in a Nicholas Sparks film. Yeah. What kind of romance would it be? Like, what would your story be? 
for Nicholas Sparks. I mean, obviously there has to be some kind of like, like dinosaurs. D- d- <laughs> it's not always. <laughs> I see. My first thought was some kind of like fishmonger slash <laughs> uh, girl who lives in the fishing village. Yeah, I'm yeah. thinking it. We're up in like uh, in like Scotland or something. Like, yeah, I've come over, obviously still Australian, because why bloody the hell not, Um, moving into the fishing village to probably write a novel. Who cares? (laughs) Maybe I'm a painter. Whatever. Is that, wait. No one cares about the the creative pursuits of the woman in these stories. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Katie, Katie, is that the title of your story? (laughs) Is it like, who cares? (laughs) Whatever. It's the subtext. Oh my god, I love that. And then I she love falls that. in love with the, the fishmonger, but he's he's rough and tough. What's his name? He's real soft. Um Hugo. 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 I would have said Very Logan, nice. but it's already been taken. Oh fucking. Alright, what rude. about you? It's twenty twenty, there's a new Nicholas Sparks novel. What's going on? Um Alright. I'm a baker. Yes. Of course. Boom. Early mornings. I'm essentially, essentially, I'm Maggie Gyllenhaal. Yes, yes. That's, I think, if you, that vibe. Stranger Than Fiction, um, Maggie Gyllenhaal, I believe is what you're Absolutely, yes. yep, 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 absolutely. You're on board. So I'm that Maggie Gyllenhaal. I think, I'm basically going to just do the Stranger Than Fiction story. Um, <laughs> what happens in my story? So I'm baking, I'm baking, yeah. I'm baking. Yeah. There's a huge baking competition coming up. yes. Um, and I have lost my, um, my mother's recipe Yeah, of the her famous scones, oh. but some stranger comes into town yeah. and wants to work at the bakery. <gasps> Who is this? And I don't understand why. What? I, I don't, what's going on? Can you afford the, a worker? <laughs> I can't. No. But I need the help. Yeah. So his name's Logan. <laughs> He's <a> potato. <laughs> Turns out that he found the recipe in Iraq. Obviously. <laughs> when your mum was fighting. My mum was. <laughs> Fuck you. I. <laughs> that's, that's. I. <laughs> all I got was I know mine was bad. All I got was was Maggie Gyllenhaal, and that's all I need to be honest. That is, that's kind of all anyone needs, isn't it? Yeah. Mag- yeah. Maggie, reach Otherwise, out. Nicholas, reach out if you want the rights to those stories, <laughs> or yeah, if you want to please. sue Kayla for copyright. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it was Zach Everett. I said it was a potato. Okay, Katie McGee Magoo, I choose you (laughs) Um, for a clue. Oh, my God, it rhymes. Oh, I love a little Uh, rhyme. What what is your clue for next week? (laughs) All right, so I've I've kind of got a few little clues. I'm not sure if you'll guess it. Oh, my Um, God, I'm excited. I don't think we've done one yet. Mm -hmm. Uh, This one's a remake, which is always fertile ground. Well, we have done Grease 2, which was basically <laughs> a remake. No, you're correct. We have already done a remake. Well, this is a, re- <laughs> this is a remake from a movie that was made in 1965. So that was the original. Mm. Okay, uh, the original version of this movie does have a 94% on Rotten Tomatoes. So, Ooh. yeah. Starting... Oh, but this, this is not the original. <laughs> no. Fuck. <laughs> so the remake, which was released in 1997... Has mm-hmm. a solid thirteen percent. Oofed. So that graph of the ninety forty under thirteen, that's a that's a nice it's little drop a, there. It's a little swan dive, isn't it? It is a little bit. Um extra clues for you if you can't get it from those details. Uh it does <laughs> have child Christina Ricci in it. <gasps> okay. Well, and it and it also features a cat. Um a cat. A cat. <laughs> a cat. Is it yeah. a, like, it's not Casper, is it? Like, because that's not Casper. I was going to say, I have qualms about Casper, but I don't think <laughs> Casper has a cat. Um. Oh my God. Does the cat talk? 
I haven't seen it. The oh, poster okay. <laughs> has the cat wearing sunglasses. I think the cat talks. I feel like I've seen this when I was so young. <laughs> oh my film, god. It's called That Darn Cat. That yes! <laughs> that darn cat. I have not spoken those words since I was a little boy. <laughs> oh my god, Katie. I speak those words on a daily basis about my own cat, <laughs> but I'm excited to speak them in the context of this film. I'm very excited about this because well, no, I'll I'll try to be a bit more subdued because we all remember what happened <laughs> with the master of Never disguises. <laughs> But um, I think this is going to be a good one. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually excited about this one. There's a cat, yeah. and honestly, sometimes that's all I need. So if you guys have enjoyed listening to our ramblings and our ravings, uh, you can hit us up on any of our socials. So on Instagram, we're at Actually I Loved It, and on Twitter, we're at AileyPod, that's A-I-L-I Pod. Or you can send us a cheeky Gmail if you think you've got a better pitch um, than ours, <laughs> which you almost definitely do. Uh, feel free to send it through. Barbara. Clearly I'll enjoy it and all of the Barbaras of the world will enjoy it. Kayla will probably hate it, but, you know, you knew that going in. So, uh, And a huge thanks to Imogen Sigler for doing all of our wonderful music for the pod. Uh, you can catch her on Spotify and Bandcamp. That's Imogen Sigler, C-Y-G-L-E-R. I think, oh my God, have I been saying SoundCloud? <laughs> She's on Bandcamp. <laughs> Fucking... <laughs> All right, Barbara's. All right. All right. Hooroo, Barbara. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I honestly, every time I've said SoundCloud and it's Bandcamp. <laughs> with a potato every time I eat a potato so that's highly relatable there we go relato to potato ball damn it why do I always try to do this potato ball relatable 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 potato ball